Welcome back to another episode of the Kicker's Corner Podcast, our second episode. Today we have five-star kicker division one prospect, uh, Dominic Biestrup, and he's going to be talking about kicking. You know, I'm not a kicker guy, I'm a punter guy, so I, it's nice to hear his perspective on things, and yeah, if you like the cast, make sure to share it with your friends, and tune in next week for another great episode. All right, let's get into it. Welcome, everybody, to the second episode of the Kicker's Corner podcast. Today we have five-star recruit from uh, Greenfield, Wisconsin, Dominic, what is it, Biastrup? Uh, it's Biastrup. Biastrup, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first off, how's your season going so far? Um, it's going pretty good. We just got a new head coach this year. So, you know, we had to like bring everybody together and fix the atmosphere. So I feel like it's going well. Um, yeah, just hit my career long of 37 yards in game, which was pretty cool last Friday. So I'd go. say it's going pretty good. Nice. Good to hear. Yeah, it's yeah. always tough. We got a new coach this past year, too. It's hard to turn a program around in one year. So there's definitely... I know he's probably feeling a lot of pressure, but it's good to hear that your coach is doing, uh, making positive steps and, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we haven't made the playoffs in, I think, seven years maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's been that long, but it's been a long time. So, like, I've been on varsity for three years, and the last past three years we never made the playoffs, and this is the first year we did. So it's pretty cool, and it's a really cool experience. Yeah, for sure. Where are you guys seated at in the playoffs? Well, how does it how does it work in Wisconsin with playoffs? All right, so we go by divisions, mm-hmm. and your divisions are based off of school size. Right. It's not really based off of how good you are. Mm-hmm. So there's Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, and I think it goes all the way down to like Division Seven or Division Two. Oh, okay. And there's different seeds. So there's like one to I don't know exactly the number, but like one to like maybe. 10 and so the one seed is like the best team and then they get to play like the lowest seed Mm -hmm. so then it's basically uh a bracket and it's uh you win you continue if you lose you know your season's over yeah that's kind of how ours works we have we've got seven divisions too my school is actually d6 but yeah uh we our playoffs just went from the top eight to the top 16 now and so we got in last year with we had a decent record but we got in the 16 so lot. but you know from what I've seen I don't really know if that like extension made a difference because now you're just having like the best team in the area just beat up on like a 500 team but yeah yeah do you see that like I guess you said one through ten or eight do you see that with the top seed and the bottom seed in your or is it competitive all around I mean it depends on the teams and the divisions but I feel like some teams definitely do beat up on other teams um and with like comp- competition level I feel like it's unfair with like some divisions because I know in division four we have this super they're a private school so they don't have any like many kids and Mm -hmm. they're like super good so they win almost every year but I mean I mean anything can happen but still 
Where are you guys see there? Yeah. Uh I would have to check. Hold up. I think we're the fifth seed, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I could be yeah. wrong, but yeah. Nice. We're gonna be playing uh Racine Park. So uh I think they're third seed. I don't exactly know, but I mean they're a pretty good team all around. Um, but I feel like we can we can beat them. Uh, any day of the week, but we just got to come together, work together as a team, and if we do that, we definitely can beat them. Yeah, for sure. So you said you're um, you hit your those was that in game career long. Yeah, yeah. So, um, is that the farthest you've attempted attempted this season? Uh yeah, I've gotten two attempts, but special teams. We like weren't really um uh the uh I'm trying to think of the word uh the composure between all of us yeah. wasn't that well. I mean, this is the first year we've really like worked on special teams a lot, so it was new for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I had to coach at all like a whole new holder for the yeah. season, and then the first game like two plays in he broke his ankle so man i had to rely on a new holder that hasn't held in a year so then i ended up finding somebody else and i got to teach him and things are going good now obviously we had some setbacks but you know mm-hmm. it, it's going pretty good yeah it's good to hear and my uh so like i said on d6 we've got like yeah 90, 90 kids a grade in our school we have like i guess that would be like little less than 400 in our entire high school. So <laughs> by my school, and I've said, I said this in my last episode, it's not like I don't expect them to take it seriously, but special teams isn't really taken seriously because it's small town football and, you know, the kicker just yeah. kicks the ball. So what would you think is the attitude your team has towards special teams? Um, I mean, in the past years, it's gotten better each year because uh, I've had to, like, show them and explain to them why it's like kind of a, an important position and mm-hmm. the more they've seen me like get better and like get ranked in all this they've like started respecting me and mm-hmm. uh once our head coach came in his name's Mike Kubis um he kind of basically told everyone you know Dom's a weapon we're going to use him mm-hmm. and special teams is going to be one of the best in the conference this year ours will be and you know he's changed the whole attitude around um, and it's, it's changed tremendously. Good to hear. I'm glad he, um, maybe not. I'm glad he, uh, recognized he can, uh, actually use you. I feel like, yeah. um, there's not a ton of amazing kickers in my area, but there's some guys that I see that have a good leg and maybe if they developed a little bit more, they'd be a great kicker, but their coach just doesn't give them the chance and it's, but a little bit, a little bit heartbreaking from a yeah. perspective. No, so I feel you, you on that. Yeah, yeah. So how did you first start uh, kicking? Have you always played football and kicked, or did you start somewhere else, or what? Uh no. Well, I played soccer for nine years. I played it. Uh, I played at the club level, and I played indoor soccer also. And I ended up was just at my uncle's one day and my dad said hey try this you know I've heard 
Mm. Uh, soccer players can make good kickers, and all my soccer coaches have always said I have a really big leg because I used to be able to take it from probably one side of the field, and you know the goal line is? Yeah. I could kick the ball to the goal line and have it exactly where that kid is standing. Yeah. And so then I tried it, and I actually wasn't too bad at it, and it kind of just took off from there. Um, I definitely say my freshman year, I was playing soccer, varsity soccer and varsity football starting on both. So mm-hmm. I was more lean to soccer, but once I was told, like, I wasn't able to get a full scholarship for soccer, I kind of turned things around and got um, uh, into football more because I started losing interest in soccer and basically yeah. just worked my way from the bottom up. Mm-hmm. So on your soccer team, would you say you were like, how many, do you know off the top of head, like how many players would be on your soccer team? Uh, club or like the high school team? Your high school team. Um, I'd say around like maybe, this is a rough estimate, maybe 15 kids. Okay. It yeah. was, it wasn't, it wasn't really a big team. I mean, mm-hmm. But we still had some pretty good players. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, I'm trying right now. I'm doing uh, soccer and football just because um, my I I started getting better at football this past year or focusing more on football this past year, and especially after I went to a soccer ID camp in Tennessee, and I kind of realized like I I could play soccer in college, but you know the ceiling's a lot higher for kicking, but. With my yeah, school being yeah. so small, I had to, you know, I still love soccer. I had to keep uh, split time between soccer and football. So that's interesting. All right. Um, I'm happy for you that you could uh, focus on the one you want to focus on for sure. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, my coach always said this was a, a trainer I had because I did like one-on-ones for soccer. Mm-hmm. And like he's one of my inspirations in life. But uh, like I really look up to him and he said, you know, once I find something that I'm really good at, just take it and strive. Yeah, for sure. And I find like I didn't realize it at first, like what he meant because I was like younger, but mm-hmm. now that I'm older, like I understand what he meant. Yeah, for sure. What position were you in soccer? Uh well, first I started off as a defensive player, you know. I was mm-hmm. a little bit shorter, chunkier, not as fast. <laughs> yeah. Then I started filling out, and I got a lot faster and probably was one of the fastest on the team, so I switched to wing. Mm-hmm. And after that, once I got to high school, since I really understood how to switch the field and play offensively and defensively, I switched to midfield. Okay. And I was I played more of a defensive mid mm-hmm. because our offensive mid – had trouble coming back to defense. So I'd kind of like play like a offensive and defensive mid, but mainly defensive focused. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm a goalkeeper right now. So I think part of the reason I think I'm so good at punting is I just got to do it all the time for soccer. Like <laughs> right now, my team's offense, we're, I guess we won our first playoff game tonight, but we're, um, we struggle to score goals sometimes. And sometimes I'll just kick it to the other box and let them run onto it and score. So, yeah, no, I, the only playoff game I got to play in, well, my team got to play in for soccer my freshman year. Mm-hmm. I missed out on because mm-hmm. I had a, an emergency surgery. So 
basically my uh appendix bursted okay like the weekend after my last football game and it just went down from there (laughs) how long did it take to recover from that uh it took maybe a good month before i was able to like go full speed and everything because so i was in the hospital for a week after that surgery and then I got back. I couldn't like I tried. They told me not to kick a soccer ball or anything. Obviously, I tried, and it hurt right. really bad because the mm-hmm. uh, my abs were like they had like little incision mm-hmm. incisions uh, in the abs, and mm-hmm. basically went through my belly button. So my abs were like tight and everything. Yeah, and I wasn't able to lift as much, but I just kind of like pushed through it. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, I had a I had a little um tumor type thing that was sticking out of my belly button. They had to cut it out for me. And that like first couple of days after surgery, I couldn't even like sit up on my own. It yeah. It definitely hurts. Yeah, no, that was a different feeling. I never thought going <laughs> to the bathroom would hurt so bad. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> so um you're you're a Chris Saylor guy, right? Yeah. So when did you start going to his camps? Um, I'd say about around either a little bit around December or after December of my sophomore year, I started going to his camps more. Okay. And I just, you know, I really liked the atmosphere. All the guys were, like, really nice. Mm-hmm. And they got to know you on, like, a personal level mm-hmm. after going to, like, only two sessions they knew me and remembered me and everything and just like he like plays music too during the camp sometimes and it's just like a really chill atmosphere obviously there's like competition and everything Mm -hmm. and stuff gets a little tense but Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really just enjoyed it so I sticked around yeah when I went to my first Coles camp I was pretty uh overwhelmed were you overwhelmed at all oh yeah (laughs) I was I was shaken I was yeah. I was really shaken, but like, I mean, you get used to it after a while. But I found out like, me personally talking to other people helped me out because it helped me calm my nerves mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. So, um, were you like so when you how does how do his camps work? Does he have like regional ranking camps and then the big one like Coles does? Yeah, there's like ones that are in Chicago and all that different states Mm -hmm. so then like people from those areas go in and then they have like the bigger one his is in Las Vegas oh okay uh so hold up my thing uh his is in Las Vegas and that's basically like a bunch of people come down we kick and then we have like so there's days where they like look at everybody, mm-hmm. and then there's like the the Ahmad evaluations for like field goal kickoff all by yourself, mm-hmm. and then if you do get on those and you make a certain amount, then you get put to the finals, which is like competition yeah. with a bunch of people, and then there's also other camps where it's like the top, the top uh seniors juniors and like freshmen and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and this year was uh for me it was top 12 it's invite only the top like 
I think 50 or 40. I don't know the exact number, but the top mm-hmm. kids go to California and we basically compete with the top kids. It's a, like a really good experience. We stay in a hotel with another roommate and your parents are like kind of like on their own and you're on your mm-hmm. own. So it's a, yeah. it's a new experience and it's definitely fun. Yeah, definitely. I mean, congratulations on that. I've heard, I've heard about you. the top 12. It's definitely pretty prestigious from what I've heard. Yeah. One of my goals was to make it and, you know, it was just like, just cool to like, think like I said I was going to do it and I was able to do it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, so did you, so did you start kicking around the same time you went to those camps or did you kick for a little bit and then like found out about it and then started going to camps? Uh, well, I started kicking around December of my eighth grade year. Mm-hmm. Like that's when it kind of took off. Cause then I would actually go and practice with my dad at, yeah. uh, a local soccer turf field. Mm-hmm. And then, it, I mean, it was nothing too serious. I would go a couple times a week, and then I would just go practice at our local high school mm-hmm. because that's where I'd possibly be playing. So then I did that, and then I started going to the kicking coach in Illinois, mm-hmm. which that's, like, the first actual, like, coaching I got. I went to a, a couple of his, their, like, indoor sessions almost, yeah, he was the first so, guy I went to, too. Yeah, so there's uh the indoor sessions in Illinois, and he basically helped me, and then I went to one of his uh one of his camps, and it took off from there. Okay, so um, did you ever like realize? Well, so I guess before that, how good how how good would you say you were at coaching yourself? Um, I mean. At first, it took a little while because I was still focusing on soccer and football. Mm-hmm. But after I quit soccer and decided to fully focus on football, I was basically able to like – so I have a kicking coach. He lives up in Madison, and I'd go down there. He would tell me what to do, and I would come back the same – like after like only one week. Mm-hmm. I'd be able to get like the stuff that he was trying to teach me down. Yeah. So I feel like I was pretty good with it. I mean, now that I have like a lot more knowledge, I'm able to look back at footage of me mm-hmm. kicking when I film myself and like say what I'm doing wrong. And then I can try to critique it myself. Mm-hmm. So I guess D2, that wouldn't be quite D1. Do you have like, is one of your coaches also like your, I guess, do you have like a kicking coach on your high school team? Uh, no, not really. Um, I figured, but yeah, I mean, my, my coach knows about special teams and he helped, uh, one of the punters at his old school that he went to, mm-hmm. well, that he coached at go play, uh, FCS division one at Illinois state. Okay. So, I mean, he knows, he knows more about it than my previous coaches, but I wouldn't say he's able to like critique what I'm doing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I hear that some – I love my coaches, man, but I hear some of the stupidest advice from them on kicking. Yeah. I mean, the lot – the most I've heard was keep my head down. That's their favorite like, line, isn't it? Yeah, keep their <laughs> keep my head down. But uh, my new coach doesn't really say that. He just, like, lets me do my thing. Yeah, for sure. And just, like, 
if I mess up or something during practice, he just says, you know, you, you can do it. It's okay. You know, you got this. Mm-hmm. Um, But usually my old coaches were just like, oh, keep your head down, keep your head down. But like realistically, <laughs> like you want to keep your head kind of like and body up mm-hmm. so you don't like crouch down because right. if you crouch down, it's not going to be the best because sure. it's taking away from your emotion. Well, the range and yeah. kicking. Yeah, well, I'm I'm uh, trying to be a punter, but I I mean I'm trying to get as good as I can at kicking too. But when I yeah put, when I put my head down, I, I miss hit it so bad. So I just I don't even know what I look at when I kick, but I just I <laughs> yeah. Know. Well, I mean, like you want your head up, but eye contact is right. what gives off. That's what like the main thing is. I had to work mm-hmm. on with my eye contact. Once I got that down, it was more of like ball contact because yeah. if you can see the kick you can you know hit a pretty good ball yeah for sure um so after your first chris sailor camp what was um if you can remember what was like the biggest thing you learned from there that you took on and then tried to work on um i mean i just learned that consistency is key mm-hmm. um my, well my coach was a chris sailors guy that yeah. i was working with up in madison mm-hmm. like he kind of started off there and then did his own thing mm-hmm. so i kind of learned everything that they were trying to teach me but uh i just learned that i can i can hang with these guys and uh, if i keep on working on myself keep on getting myself better in the classroom and on the field that I can, I can really go somewhere with this. Yeah, for sure. So being going somewhere with this, what's your recruiting journey looking like so far? Um, I mean, there's been some ups and downs. I've talked to a couple D1, D2 schools. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, recruiting for kickers is a little slow. Yeah, for sure. Um, Maybe like the top ten percent get offers right away or get lucky mm-hmm. with some before December, but you know, yeah, just gotta hope and pray I get something so I can showcase my skills. Yeah, and I think it's. I mean, Twitter Twitter's a great tool to reach out to coaches, but I think oh, that's, yeah. that's Twitter's fault a little bit because you see, like, you see it, it's right there in your face. All the kids that are getting FBS offers before their senior years even started, and you kind of start to think like. I was just why why can't I get this? It just seems like what everybody's doing, so that can get a little frustrating for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I try not to worry about that. I mainly just use Twitter to uh, contact coaches mm-hmm. and basically uh, showcase my skills. Yeah. And I don't really try to worry about anybody else. You know, that's yeah. their journey. My journey is mm-hmm. my own, so I just got to worry about that for sure. So, uh, did you have, were you ever a combo guy at one point, or have you always just been like a pure kicker? Um, well, my freshman and sophomore year, um, uh, mm-hmm. it was just only kicking. Mm-hmm. But my junior year, uh, I started punting. I'm actually mm-hmm. pretty good at it now, so I'm like kind of a combo kicker, but oh, okay. mainly, yeah, yeah. So mainly, <laughs> uh, mainly field goals and kickoffs, but I can punt pretty good too. Okay. No. Then your kicking coach, does he also teach you how to punt? Yeah, yeah. He taught me uh so basically my high school coach wanted me to change my three step to a two step so we can have more get off time. Mm-hmm. 
So he helped me with that and he helped me uh, clean up a little bit of things mm-hmm. with my punts because before it was like I wasn't consistently getting a spiral and almost every time I can consistently get one. Yeah. Yeah, and that I was talking last week with a punter and he we were discussing like that's the really the only difference between um, like you when you couldn't get the spiral all the time and then I guess you now being really consistent is just so much practice. When yeah. yeah. I mean, you can accomplish anything with practicing it. I mean, yeah. obviously, you're not going to be, like, the best in the world. Like, mm-hmm. nobody's the best. You're yeah. still going to have occasional mess-ups, but, you know, practice mm-hmm. definitely helps, yeah. especially in the weight room, too. Mm-hmm. Weight room is where it matters also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, you hit the weights pretty heavy? Oh, yeah. No. Nah. So freshman year, I was I was really small. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I hit the weights occasionally, but like I didn't really get into it that much. Um, mm-hmm. I probably weighed about like a hundred and ten pounds, hundred, <laughs> yeah, hundred fifteen. I was I was a small kid. Then I started lifting with the varsity team because we didn't lift during the season. We only lifted like during the winter and summer. Mm-hmm. So I lifted during the winter and started getting into that uh started learning all the techniques and stuff and Mm -hmm. gained like i think 10 pounds 10 15 pounds so i was Mm -hmm. up to like 125 and then yeah basically my sophomore year during the winter i would go work out on my own go i mean i would learn everything because when i train i train like a bodybuilder almost i Mm -hmm. mean yeah I still focus on like stuff like, especially with legs. I do like mm-hmm. power cleans and stuff like that because yeah. that's what gets you explosive. But when I'm lifting and bulking, I train like a bodybuilder. Yeah. And so my sophomore year, I got to 135. And then now, currently, after my junior, that 160, but I lost a little bit of weight from all uh, the summer and everything. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So when you were uh when you were trying to bulk, did you just like were you one of the um did you like meticulously track your calories or did you just have like a rough estimate? Um, I mean there would be some days, like months where I track my calories and then sometimes I wouldn't. It would be on and off. I mean mm-hmm. there was I was consistently doing it for a while. Yeah. But after a while it just like kinda got hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, kept on sure. forgetting. It's kinda mm-hmm. like a habit, like once you get to lifting, you're like used to it and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just tried to like eat as much as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, I found out also like when I'm bulking, like chicken isn't like they say it's really good, but uh, it doesn't have like as much calories mm-hmm. as like other things. So I found out like my main thing is rice and beef. Mm-hmm. I eat rice and beef. I ate it probably almost every day for lunch during the summer yeah and it definitely gets you right (laughs) (laughs) uh what's your favorite uh i guess what's your favorite compound lift like Uh, i mean yeah yeah uh i love bench yeah i love bench for a kicker i can bench a lot actually what's your bench surprisingly uh i think I haven't maxed out in a while. I think two forty-five. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm jealous of you little short guys, man. My my uh I'm like six three. <laughs> my my range of motion is just <laughs> insane. Yeah. All the little linebackers on my team mentioned three and fifteen pounds with their T Rex arms. Jeez. Makes me jealous. <laughs> yeah, no, you got the you have more time to come up and uh, yeah. mm-hmm. versus us. We get to, you know, just a quick <laughs> yeah. fast burst. Yeah, for real. So do you have any superstitions like either on game day or throughout the week? Um not really. I mean Sometimes I'd be like, oh, if I like when I kick and I do good with a certain ball, I'd use those balls. Mm-hmm. But like now, really, I don't really care. Um, I just go into it. What I try to do is go into it with an empty mind. Like mm-hmm. as a kicker, you can't really think of anything. Otherwise, you're going to mess up. Yeah. You just got to like go and do it almost. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, um. Are you – would you say you're better what, – what's your better skill, place kicking or kickoffs? Uh, I'd say field goals I'm a lot better at, but I am getting a lot better at kickoffs before, like, my freshman year. Yeah. I could, like, barely run onto the ball, but now I'm hitting them in the end zone, getting touchbacks, getting pretty good hang time. And I yeah. feel like as I hit the weights even more and get up to, like, 175 I'll definitely be hitting them consistently out of the back of the end zone mm-hmm. yeah I started trying to take those seriously this year and I probably don't practice as much as I should I still my steps are a little wonky sometimes but I'll definitely it's it's definitely oh, thanks I'm poor but uh I don't know kickoffs I can hit touchbacks sometimes but then other times I'll just I mean, it's like we said, practice thing. I can't. Yeah. Consistent yet, but. Um. All right. What's your uh, ideal like pregame like meal or snack? Um, I mean, I would like, I would like to have like Chipotle or something like that. Chipotle is really good, but for game days. Yeah. Our uh, team, we get like subs, so I think it's uh. We get Jimmy John's, and I get mm-hmm. the – I always have the Italian. Oh, okay. Every yeah, game. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, you said your team gets subs. So, is that, like, brought in for you, and that's part of, like, your routine? Yeah, we got uh, – we get a team dinner the day before, and then we get the meal right before because our coach wants us, like, eating on a full stomach. Well, not eating, but uh, playing on a full stomach. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want us like eating any bad foods or anything. So, yeah. Oh, sure. Do you guys play um, spring ball or spring ball or uh, like play in the winter at all? Uh, no. Well, I guess you couldn't play I in mean, the winter because in Wisconsin it'll be freaking cold. But <laughs> well, we don't really in Wisconsin. There's not many uh, indoor facilities. I mean, there's a couple high schools and mm-hmm. a couple. Of, a couple of soccer fields that like have the bubble over it, but yeah. like there's not many football fields that are indoors at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we do uh like the the summer passing league, the seven on seven and stuff like that. Oh, okay, but yeah, that's really all we can do. Mm-hmm. We don't have any like spring ball or anything like that because mm-hmm. of like rules and regulations. Yeah, I wish we could do that up here. I guess. That's more like you – that'd probably be more like seven-on-seven seven type of stuff. So yeah. Really, 
affect us, but that'll be cool. Well, I mean, I've seen a couple kids get some uh, kicks in and stuff like that. I think, like, down in maybe Texas and stuff like that. Yeah, like the states that are warm all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, what's the weather like up there? Like, will it go, is like Ohio where it'll just be like warm one day and really cold the next or? Um, I mean, not really. It's mainly Mm -hmm. just super cold, but it's starting to warm up. Uh, it's supposed to be like 60, I think. Yeah. 60 almost this, Mm -hmm. uh, this Friday for our game, but last Friday it was like 39 degrees. Yeah, that's crazy. That's what we're, yeah. that's what it's like down here too. Yeah, it was like raining and windy yesterday, and twenty degrees, and forty today. So yeah, but I think I think Friday is going to be like the last day that's going to be super nice. Well, at least for this weekend, and then it's just going to switch back to being like super cold the rest of the the rest of the season. Yeah. So do you prepare any? If you know a game is going to be like super cold, I guess besides like dressing warmer, do you like? prepare either like actually routine wise or mentally any different than you would from any other game um not really I mean I stick to my same routine Mm -hmm. um and I just try to keep myself warm no matter what like Mm -hmm. during the game on the sidelines I'm always by my net and I'm always working with my snapper holder yeah for like punts and field goals and stuff like that just to keep ourselves warm and everything you know Mm -hmm. just in case we have to go out on the field yeah um what is what's the farthest kick you've ever hit just period what's your pr uh let me think uh 63 yeah that was (laughs) that was actually at the top 12 camp that's the farthest i've ever hit i don't know if it was because it's thinner air down there (laughs) Did you but, win with that? Uh no. I think I came second or third place that day because we have Dude. multiple competitions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh actually uh this JUCO kid won it. Oh, okay. Did he have yeah. like did he have like uh kind of curly hair? Yeah, he was a he was... short dude with curly hair. Yeah, he was I supposed saw to him. go to Yeah. Yeah, I saw him at uh the University of Kentucky's like specialist camp. He was insane. Yeah, like, he was crazy. Man. He was super good. I don't think he missed a kick, and we were doing this drill where, like, they were playing crowd music, and you had to, like, run out there and set it all up and kick it under a certain amount of time, and he made one from, like, 57 that way. It was crazy. Yeah. Um. So, at uh, my last camp, I went to our coach, Nicole, the guy who ran it all. He said, with specialists, you got to play your – um, to these recruiting coaches or coaches, you got to play your best card is in like your best skill. So what do you think your best skill is as a kicker? Uh, I'd say like, what do you, what do you mean by that? Like skill, like kicking wise or just like anything? Um, well, I guess like for me, I'm a punter. So I'd say like my best skill is if, or my best like card to play is I can, if the ball, I can put the ball inside the 10 or five yard line um, from like 45 or like 55, 60 yards in. I, like, yeah. I can do that every time. And that's what else I'm, so that's what I like to say. I'm a really good short field guy. So would you say it's just like your consistency or your work ethic or just your actual numbers? 
you know? Um, I'd say consistency. I, I don't like, if it's a good snap and hold, I don't really miss much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause that's where really what I focused on starting from the, like the beginning was consistency. Mm-hmm. I've always been taught consistency is key and consistency is going to get you farther than a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I've, I would also say like my mentality because like from the start, my mentality wasn't like that good, but I started to work on myself mm-hmm. and then I finally like was able to like, okay, I'm going to do this, 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 and mm-hmm. I'm going to like accomplish it no matter yeah. what. I don't care. Like what happens? I'm still going to do it. For sure. Yeah. So what's the, what's the like worst mistake you've made in the game? Like what's, you're just like, oh my, like, I don't even want to think about that. <clears throat> uh, hmm. Let me think. Oh, this one time. I oh no, I don't really I don't really know to be honest. I'm this I gotta think about this. Um hmm. well, we can flip it. What's the what's your think your favorite play or your best play you've made? Uh my favorite one was is onsides. I love doing onsides. Mm-hmm, me too. Because we do we do onsides to the right, and the two times that I've gotten it, uh, well, the two times that we did it, I've gotten it right away. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely pretty fun, you know. It gets the gets the sidelines going, and it yeah, you know sure. it gets that electric feeling almost, you know. Mm-hmm. So what kind of onside do you do? Do you like do a kick a helicopter or just straight up just like beam it in the ground? Uh, it's on the t- uh, it's on the T. So mm-hmm. basically, we line up like a regular kickoff, but I kick it like kind of towards the right almost mm-hmm. um and i'm able to get it in the air like i can hit it from the tee in the air but my coach doesn't prefer that i do that because mm-hmm. it causes more injuries so yeah i do the dribble and then i have it pop up and hit somebody's helmet oh okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, we attempted i think we've done try to do two onside kick not obvious onside I'll go and, like, run up like I'm going to kick it deep and then just, like, dribble it in my feet and try to pick it up. Yeah, the middle dribble. Yeah. We did one earlier this season. We didn't get it. But we did one two weeks ago, and we recovered it. And I actually, like, I was – so in our huddle, they told me that they were going to do it. And then apparently someone – the co- one of the coaches said to not do it, but I didn't hear that. So I was just, uh-huh. like I was told multiple times if you would not have recovered that, you would be turning in your jersey after this game. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Usually, I mean, if a coach doesn't want to do it and I don't hear it, they just would yell across yeah. like the field yeah. and say something. But I don't know. That really hasn't happened. I mean, it's been pretty like, hey, we're doing this mm-hmm. and this only. We're going to do it no matter what. Yeah, I think they do that, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So, I guess uh, we're about out of time. You can plug your Twitter, Instagram, whatever you want. All right. Well, my Twitter is uh, capital D and then capital B, J, and then it's lowercase J-O-D-S-C-R-E-P. Um, yeah. All right. So, that concludes another episode of the Kicker's Corner podcast. 
If you enjoyed, share it with a friend, or they don't have to be your friend, just share it with anybody, honestly. But big shout out to Dom for hopping onto the Zoom tonight to talk to me about kicking and stuff, and be on the lookout for him this season, making some noise. So something I'm going to start doing at the end of all my podcasts, you know, giving a little piece of advice for you to take with you for the rest of your week. And what what I'll say this time is, luck is the result of hard work and preparation. So if you prepare right and you work hard, you might end up with a little bit of luck. All right, take care, brush your hair.